Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18 the Bible said and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it hallelujah verse 19 said and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and wherever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven I want to preach to you simply this we've run out of time <laughs> we've run out of time hallelujah we've run out of time one more time I want you to lift up your hands and with with a great hunger in your spirit and an awareness of the hour I want you just to lift your voice and begin to cry out to God just say use me just use me whatever it takes whatever I got to do whatever I've got to leave behind whatever I come on somebody I want you to reach over and lay your hand on somebody right now I want you to just say I release faith into you say I release faith into you in the name of Jesus I release the kingdom in you come on itayanda la mashata Hallelujah. Praise God. Before you're seated, shake hands with a couple people, look them in the eye, and say, Come on, it's time to get serious about the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. You may be seated. It was never the intent of God for his mighty church to be relegated to idleness on the pews. It was never God's intent for his church to be complacent and distracted in this present world. It was never the plan of God for his people to be irrelevant in the greatest hour of the church it was never the plan of God for his people to be spectators to his great kingdom demonstration and power in this final God's picture of his church 
and his people in these last days was not the image of us sitting in a theater watching his great show of power and authority but rather God saw this beautiful collaborative and cooperative kingdom in full activation and power and authority working together to see billions added to the church. A few months ago, I was in Katusa, Oklahoma, preparing to walk to the pulpit to preach at that Spirit of Antioch conference. And as I was standing there, they were just finishing up the lost last song. And I, I was standing there ready to go. And all of a sudden, the Lord carried me away into a vision of his kingdom and what his kingdom would look like in these last days. I saw this heavenly host of angels and they were arrayed for war. I, I've never seen an army like that before. It was amazing how they were standing in military ranks and military formations and fully armed from head to toe. The crowd what I initially perceived to be angels was as far as the eye could see. I don't know if it was millions of angels or billions of angels, but I could tell that it was a great innumerable gathering of warriors waiting for orders. Their swords were drawn they were covered in military armor. Their shields were gleaming from the brightness of his glory. You could feel the anticipation of certain victory in the atmosphere. And I discerned that there was a decisive kingdom victory getting ready to happen. I felt like I was a witness to what was going to be the most important and significant moment of the kingdom. <laughs> but the Lord said, look a little closer. And all of a sudden I moved in and I was very close to this gathering of warriors and I saw woven into the tapestry of this mighty kingdom army, not just angels, but there was an innumerable gathering of believers. Every angel had a believer standing next to them and then another angel on the other side and then a believer and an angel and a believer and an angel as far as the eye could see. standing ready filled with anticipation excitedly waiting for kingdom activation and release and alongside of all of these angels was us and the captain of God's mighty army 
came forth out of the ranks and gave orders that I could not clearly understand but immediately the heavens opened again and I saw another multitude of angels gather and they were carrying shields and swords and breastplates and helmets and there was all of these angels carrying armor like I'd never seen before they came down in front of these believers and began to array them for war. They were making them ready for to take part in the greatest, most decisive kingdom moment in history, Pastor. The believers were equipped, they were activated. They came online. They were given these beautiful shields and swords. And there was just this great anticipation for, for this order to come from the king. And God spoke to me in that vision. And he said, I have positioned my army. They are in partnership with me. And I am in partnership with them. They are in partnership with my kingdom vision and my kingdom vision is in partnership with them. He said they are in partnership with the angels and you can be sure the angels will be in partnership. He said now together the kingdom of God will strike one final decisive blow against the adversary. Now, together, the kingdom of God will experience a global harvest like this world has never seen before. And then shall the end come. He said, now, together, the kingdom of God will release my miracle working power globally and all the earth will know that there is a God in heaven. As the Lord was making these prophetic declarations, I could hear the army of God angels and believers together striking their swords against the shields in unity and it made the sound of thunder and I could hear the army of God the angels and believers together shouting praises unto the Lord and it sounded like many waters filling the atmosphere and God said I have chosen them for this hour anointed them for this purpose gifted them for this moment to accomplish my kingdom will and then the end shall come oh I feel the Holy Ghost lift up your hands begin to speak let your voices loose like many waters. Let your voices loose. 
come on. I refuse to be a spectator. I refuse to not be a part of this moment. I refuse to be content in the greatest hour of the church. I want to be a part. You got to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church and to you believers tonight. You believers are not a subplot to God's grand finale. You are not an afterthought of God's last day's plan. You are not insignificant to God's kingdom purpose. You are not irrelevant to God's kingdom vision. But God chose you. chose you to be the church in this hour. How amazing out of all the generations all the generations that could be here at this moment I was chosen by God. You were chosen by God. You were anointed for such a time as this. Don't you believe the lie of the enemy? You are not an afterthought. You didn't just get lucky to be here in the... God chose you. Lift up your hands and speak with other tongues. Lift up your hands... Uh, I'm not satisfied. Uh, God said to prophetically declare his word over you tonight and to remind you of his kingdom intention for your life in this hour. Hear the word of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. He hath anointed you to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent you to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind. Set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. God chose. God chose you. I rebuke that lying spirit. I rebuke that lying spirit that's speaking into your mind right now that's for somebody else. 
I rebuke that lying spirit that's saying to you, well, that's just not my personality. You understand this right now. God strategically put you in this hour because he is anointing you now and he is empowering you and equipping you because you are going to be mightily used of God to propagate the gospel around the world and everybody who desires that ought to get on your feet and lift your hands and say use Come on, come on. I refuse to leave this service the same way I came. I don't want to just be an ordinary church attender. I want to be mightily used of God. I want to be anointed for kingdom purpose. I want to lay hands on the sick. Come on, the time has come for the church of the living God to arise in power and authority. The time has come for you to step out of the shadows. God said, it's time for you to be bold and to be apostolic. It's time for the church to be triumphant, victorious, overcoming, anointed, that the streets see that what we have is real. Jesus said, in Luke chapter 10 uh, in verse 19 behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you in Luke 9 and 1 the Bible said that he called the 12 together and gave them power and authority Not to simply go to church, not to sit on a pew, not to just survive to the rapture, not to go through the motions. But the Bible said, I have given you power and authority over all devils. Not some devils, but all devils. Every attack, every intimidating spirit, every line. The Bible said that God gave us power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. word power means that Jesus has given every believer the ability I have the ability to perform the miraculous pastor everywhere I go that's what it means you have the ability 
if you don't do it it's your fault but God said I gave you the ability so if you want to be a sissy that's your choice but I have literally put inside of you the ability to look devils in the eye and say enough is enough Somebody at the Apostolic Conference, Pastor Woodward, I maybe didn't handle this the most diplomatic way I could have. Uh, you would have done a much better job, Pastor. But somebody came to me and they said to me, they said, Brother Robinette, I'm getting ready to go. Sister Woodward, I love you. It's good to see you. Uh, they said, they said, I'm getting ready to go to Europe and, and we're going to Germany, Brother Robinette, and we're going we're gonna to go pray against all of the devils. They said, well, Brother Robinette, do you have any, any wisdom for how we should pray against the devils? I said, well, if I was you, I wouldn't go because he's going to whoop your tail. I said, you should cancel your plane ticket because you already think he's going to be a problem. You should stay home. You already think that he's worthy to stand it. I said, do you not understand you are the kingdom heavyweight champion, that you have the belt, that you have authority and power and dominion? What do you mean? How do I address this fallen, broken devil? I said, you don't. said, I've been in Germany 28 years and I've never seen the devil. I said, you know why I haven't seen him? Because I have all power over all devils. And he knows who I am. I said, he's afraid of me. He does not manifest because he doesn't want to be cast out. I said, if you have authority, you don't have to go to Germany and talk to the devil. You can go to Germany and speak the kingdom. Speak that which is not as if it already is and no devil... Well, he didn't like that at all. But you know what? I don't care. Because we're living in the last days. If you being the heavyweight champion of the kingdom, wearing the championship belt have decided that you're going to listen to a little mouse and let a featherweight in the ring with a heavyweight. If you are so foolish that you think that he's a match for you and you got to silence his rhetoric, you've already lost the battle. But if you, being the heavyweight champion, realizes that you have all power and all authority and you got the belt for a reason because you've been anointed for kingdom power purpose and nothing shall by any means hurt you I'm going to tell you every devil I wish some believer would get on your feet right now and lift up your voice and act like you are what you come on God said I have given you the ability you have the ability 
ability here in New Brunswick. You have the ability. Come on, come on, come on. Lay your hands on your neighbor. Say, you have the ability in the name of Jesus. You have ability. Come on. I'm not afraid of the devil. I'm not afraid of the enemy. I have been given the ability through the spirit, through the power of the name of Jesus. When I was filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus, I got the ability. no more running in fear no more silence no more standing idle no more going through the motions I don't have to talk to the enemy I can speak the kingdom I declare revival in New Brunswick I declare miracles signs, wonders in New Brunswick word authority in that same chapter of Luke chapter 9 and verse 1 means that Jesus has also given his believers the permission think about that maybe you're asking God for too much if you believe you have permission you don't ask Whenever I was about one minute late from my curfew, I just made up my mind I had permission. So I didn't ask. And I enjoyed my time until the reckoning came. But if you in the kingdom have the ability and the permission and you're constantly asking God for things he already gave you and already... If you're constantly begging God, you don't know what you have. I'm here to tell somebody, God said to tell you, no more games, no more begging, no more asking. God said, all I need you to do is act like you have permission and ability. You just step into the realm of the Spirit and say, thus saith the Lord. Jesus wanted the church to understand you have the ability and you have the permission to exercise and to release and to activate kingdom power everywhere you go.
Jesus said, I have released unto you both the ability and permission to exercise kingdom authority. If you're not doing it, it's your fault. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room right now. Lift up your hands one more time and begin to speak with other tongues. Just lift up your voice. Don't be silent. Lift up your hands and lift up your voice and tap in to the Spirit by the authority of the name of Jesus. I take authority over every spirit of fear and every spirit of insecurity and every spirit of discouragement and every spirit come on come on you're not gonna be idle anymore we've run out of time you have got to manifest the kingdom the Lord said I've called you anointed you, empowered you, and tonight I am activating and releasing you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I think somebody ought to get a little fire in your belly tonight and say enough is enough. I have come for kingdom power, kingdom authority, kingdom what a fresh fire every every great thing in the kingdom of God is accessible to every person in this room and every person watching right now Everything that you desire, everything you've asked for, every prayer you've prayed at night in your God said, I am going to bring it to pass tonight. I'm going to multiply the things you have asked for. I'm going to enlarge your territory and increase. We have the kingdom ability and the kingdom permission to boldly manifest the kingdom authority and kingdom dominion. That's why Paul said, just be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Don't be a coward. Don't back up. Don't sit on a pew. Just be strong. God's people just need to have faith and be bold. Jesus said unto them, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Jesus, looking upon them, said, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Possible. Jesus said unto them, if you have faith 
as the grain of a mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain remove hence to yonder place and it shall I release the gift of faith in this room right now. I release the gift of faith in this room right now. Why don't you lift up your hands and just begin to receive it. Say, I receive the gift of faith right now. I receive it. Lift up your voice like you're serious and shout, I receive it. Come on, somebody. What we need in this hour is a baptism of the gift of faith and a baptism of boldness. We need a lack of hesitation. We need courage in the face of fear. We need a willingness to take risk and step out on a branch that could break and say, I know God gave me ability and I know he gave me permission and I won't miss this moment. The Holy Ghost fell upon the early church in Acts chapter 1 and 8 boldness quickly followed after them and they spoke and acted without hesitation and the kingdom of God activated in them and manifested through them everywhere just take notice of the kingdom example of Outreach of the early church believers. Very little kingdom activity happened inside the four walls of a building. We've been deceived by the enemy. If it doesn't happen at church, it doesn't happen. But you read the New Testament and very little kingdom activity happened in the four walls of the church. Almost every single city-shaking mass harvest that the early church experienced happened because of a believer who was radically apostolic on the streets, in homes, amongst other church groups that were not connected to us. You look at Acts chapter 2. It started in a room, but it quickly moved to the streets. Where boldness and faith caused Peter to stand up and preach to an entire city. And this nobody from nowhere who had never preached before. Preaches the message where 3,000 people are added to the church. 
He simply believed, I've got the ability and I've got the permission. And I'm going to open my mouth without hesitation. And I'm going to activate without fear. And all of a sudden, the whole city is going, what in the world is this? Five after eight. Maybe the musician could come and play a little and it'll make you all think I'm quitting. Is that what you do here? That city shaking harvest of Acts chapter 3 did not happen in a building, but it began at the gate of the city. Basically, the town square. Everybody was present, coming through, going out, exchanging money. The bank was going on there. The, all of the merchandise, everybody was there. Peter and John, without hesitation, recognizing ability and permission had been given to them. Just two bold apostolic believers heading to a prayer meeting could have simply said, our pastor will pray. Could have said, we're going to organize a bus route for you next week. But bold, authentic believers that realized they had the ability and permission of God opened up their mouths without hesitation and without fear beginning to declare the word of faith and speaking that which is not as if it already was and all of a sudden he opens his mouth and said silver and gold have I none but such as I have I've got ability and I've got permission. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I've been given the ability and in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. I refuse to let my ability collect dust I refuse to let permission of the king collect, collect dust I refuse to be relegated to irrelevance in the last hour him by the right hand lifts him up immediately his feet and ankle bones receive strength not in a church leaping up stood walked entering into the temple walking leaping praising God but it happened on the streets 
because somebody quit believing the lie of the enemy and said I have ability and I've got permission and I'm sick of hearing about Brother Lehman's testimonies I'm getting my own I'm not going to spend the greatest hour of the church where billions are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost standing on the sidelines saying I knew what was going to happen I knew where it was going to happen but I wasn't there no way no way somebody is going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover and I've made up my mind it's going to be me I believe that God gave his believers permission and ability so I'm going to do it until God proves me wrong I'm going to look for every opportunity to be apostolic and to have my own testimonies until God says enough is enough and pastor he will never say it I told I got to preach the Azusa Street Riders rally in somewhere Warren, Ohio a few weeks ago which was really cool because they gave me this really awesome leather vest that made me an official honorary Azusa street rider motorcycle guy I told those guys and gals that were Azusa street rider representatives I said listen I said, we have got to turn the entire world into an altar. Every gas station, every grocery store, every bank, every single... Every single life activity has got to become a kingdom activity waiting to happen. The street corners, the schools, the workplaces. I said, from this point forward, you are God's evangelist. See, doesn't her plan make you think I'm almost done? Isn't it cool? It's like the most deceptive move. And I told them, Pastor, I said, tomorrow when we go out on this ride, I'm going to tell you the most ridiculous motorcycle ride I've ever taken. Three and a half hours to get to a golden corral. From Warren, Ohio to Pennsylvania to go to a golden corral and if you've never been there don't put it on your list the worst buffet in the world but on the way to the buffet we stopped to get gas at a shell gas station and 50 to 80 motorcycle riders pull into this gas station and you can imagine what happened everybody was a little nervous thought they were about to get group mugged all of us wearing these cool vests. I was walking with my chest out, looking tough. 
or at least I thought I looked tough. My wife texted me in the middle of the ride and said, you look like such a dork. She said, you have gym shoes on and you have a preppy shirt on with a leather jacket riding a white bike. You should not be with them. So we get off our bikes, pumping gas. All of a sudden, this lady in this truck goes to pull out of the gas station and something happened. She gets out of her car and starts screaming, fire, fire, fire. She said, all I see is fire on you people. That was all I needed. I started screaming as loud as I could. Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! You see the Holy Ghost! And then if anybody in that gas station thought that they were going to get mugged, it happened. All of a sudden, these 60 to 80 bikers come running to this truck and surround in the driveway of a gas station. Everybody's watching. And this Holy Ghost prayer meeting breaks out. This lady is weeping, trembling, speaking in tongues. Ten. Fifteen minutes of kingdom chaos. Whole parking lot backed up while we are out of control. I'm halfway. This is how crazy it was. I was from my waist. I was, the window of her truck had rolled down. I was through the passenger side up to my waist holding on to this woman. All of the bikers had surrounded the car and were reaching through. Well, when they started breaking up and going back to their bikes, I was trapped. And I was trying to wiggle out of this window. I'm almost out the window when this lady grabs both of my arms. And she said, I cannot shut my mouth. God said to tell you. It's time. He said to tell you the grand finale has already begun and he needs you. She said, God said for you to tell every church you go to that he has said the grand finale in New Brunswick has already begun. No more waiting, no more games, no more being idle. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I want everybody in this place that is hungry, desperate to be used of God in this hour. I want you to come and stand in this, this altar area with me for a moment. Come on and gather from everywhere. If you're really hungry, 
as you're coming, just lift up your hands. Begin to speak with other tongues. Don't hesitate. Come on. Come on. Come on. All you got to do is have faith and be bold. And this city will be turned upside down. ahead lift up your hands and voices speak with tongues like like you're serious listen in acts 5 i will concede a lot happened inside the building pastor it did. And I'm not saying at all that in this hour we're not going to see a lot inside the building. Oh, we're going to see it. People are going to flood this church. They're going to literally be standing outside in the parking lot begging to get in in this hour. You don't have to believe it. I believe it. You can be the sons of the prophets if you want. You can know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and not be there when it happens if you want. But I made up my mind. I'm not going to think small, believe small. All I see is billions. That's what I see. I can close my eyes right now and in the spirit see billions. I can close my eyes right now and see every door of this building open up wide so that the whole city can hear because they gathered in your parking lot. Verse 12 of Acts chapter 5. Something else was going on, I think. Pastor would know better than me, but I, it's just my initial observation. By the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among, the Bible says, the people. They were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. So we've moved outside of the building now. Now they're all gathered at Solomon's porch. The city's present. Pastor, I was trying to figure out what does this word, the people, mean? I'm not one of those, you know, great minds. So let's just, I might be wrong. But I looked it up in this online concordance thingamajigger. And it said that this, the people, meant the society the nation, the multitude had gathered at Solomon's porch because something was happening that they could not explain. It didn't fit the little plans of tradition and culture and religion. Something 
bigger was going on and it wasn't just the church present it was the whole society that gathered to see this ability and permission that was on full display bold faith-filled believers stepped out of the shadows and exercised their kingdom ability and kingdom permission and many signs and wonders manifested the bible said and multitudes of men and women were added to the church and even a multi-city harvest broke loose i'm sorry to tell you It's not all about you. This is a great apostolic church with a history of great apostolic leadership, a legacy. But it's not about you. It's about the next city and the next city and the next city and the bank and the churches and the schools and the buildings and the workplaces it's about the society the nation it's about Canada it's about somebody saying I've got ability and permission and I refuse to be fooled into keeping it in a building I've been anointed Even Saul. I know I'm giving you guys all kinds of mixed signals. I got them playing. I got you standing. Got you in the altar. So many preacher mixed signals going on right now. All the next generation apostolic preachers don't do anything I just did. Even Saul's revelation that turns him into the greatest, one of the greatest apostles. Happened on a street. Are you kidding me? He didn't show up at CCC. And hear the revelatory teaching and preaching of the gospel. Are you kidding? On a road to Damascus? God sent me to tell you it's time to come online it's time to come online from this point forward this city isn't going to know what hit them I said this city will not know what hit them because you're going to be in a grocery store and you're going to discern in the spirit that somebody beside you needs a miracle and you're going to rise up and go listen I know you don't know me but I know a guy named Jesus and he said if I pray for you right now you're going to be healed you're going to be in a bank just there to deposit and all of a sudden you're going to discern in the spirit that something has shifted in the kingdom atmosphere and you're going to look around and you're going to see a need and God is going to let you know I gave you ability and permission go ahead operate see what happens get your own testimonies do something
kingdom manifestation in Acts chapter 10 uh, happens in a home filled with believers who did not yet have the full revelation <laughs> how dare we do that kingdom manifestation in Acts chapter 12 happens in a prison yes the church was gathered and praying but God showed the world what he could do he said church pray but I'm going to do something so the city sees it Acts 13 Acts 16 Acts 19 a whole nother organization <laughs> Here's what you need to understand. Everything that happened in the book of Acts is just the ground floor. It's just the ground floor. The Bible said in Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32, the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That word exploits literally means take action, do something, step out of the shadows, be bold, have faith, speak the word, declare, do something more than sit on a pew. That's why in John 14 the Bible said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater. And greater works than these so I go unto my father and whatever you're going to ask in my name that will I do and the, that the father may be glorified in the son if you ha. that's why in Luke chapter 17 and 21 I just love the little statement and I'm done I'm sincerely done Jesus said behold the kingdom of God is within you all the authority of the kingdom all the power of the kingdom all the dominion of the kingdom all God needs you to do is realize you have the ability and the permission and the show is over that's it you're going to see things nobody else has seen and do things nobody else has done and go places nobody else has gone because God said this thing is wrapping up and I'm about to call my people home and I've got billions lift up your hands lift up your hands and in closing I want you to let your voices loose and begin to pray with authority begin to say God I want you to use go ahead lay your hand on your neighbor I want you to lay your hands on somebody begin to pray together begin to believe together begin to activate